hope everyone is having a good week. I I want to do a podcast today on um, being... The title of this podcast is going to be something about being Latina. And um, actually, <clears throat> unfortunately, for up until now, a, a huge portion of my life, it's kind of a self-hating one at that. A couple things. Um, especially family. You've got to listen to this all the way through because if you take anything I say out of context, it could sound offensive or um, racist and I don't mean it at all. I just, um, I'm just trying to tell you the story of growing up with, I guess, immigrant parents and, um, and being first-generation American and what it's like and growing up in Miami, growing up being Hispanic, and um, for me personally, <laughs> you know, um, I've alluded in earlier podcasts, didn't have the best of childhoods, so somewhere in my psyche, in my head, um, that really, really scary place, I early on associated had negative connotations about being Latin. Basically, I wanted to be white. I grew up wanting to be white. I I never articulated that. I never, even in my own mind, never said I wanted to be white. But that's what I wanted. I, I There was a distinct difference between my life <laughs> and the life of um, white kids <laughs> who weren't on assisted lunch and who... You know, I remember just being amazed that they could rent movies at Blockbuster. I, I really remember being jealous of my friends who could rent movies at Blockbuster because my life was the 99-cent video store, you know. Um, which, again, nothing's wrong with any of this, but this is, again, my head. Um, so anyway, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, but I'm going to say phrases that, again, if taken out of context, could completely sound racist and offensive that is not my intention um but this is this is the shit i'm laying out on this uh, podcast is um me walk and this one i did actually on my own i didn't do this with a therapist and i didn't do this with yoga or you know actually this one i kind of it took a few years it took um some thinking, some talking, some reconnecting with family to, you know, come full circle on this one. Um, but I'm proud of myself because I did it and, um, and I'm so fucking happy to be Latina. I, I think some of my, um, (laughs) best qualities come from, from that. So that I ever, uh, disparaged it in my own mind or my own, you know, spirit, you know, is, um, sex for me, but, so let me tell you the whole story, um, so mother, Honduran, father Spanish, I don't know where they meet, but they marry here in New York, have my brother, I believe my brother is the first born American child from either side, I think from either side, from either my mother or my father, um, and then me. Um, 
so I, I was born in New York. Don't really remember much um, about that period of time. I, I you know, um, I feel like I grew up in Miami. I, that's when I think of my childhood. I think of Miami. Um, Hialeah. <laughs> Hialeah. Um, oh, so I might say some stuff about Cuban politics. Again, do not take out of context. You have to hear the whole thing to understand where I'm coming from. Um, all right. And this is going to be one of those radial discussions. I, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it linear, but I want to just point out when I realized that this was an issue for me. <laughs> because um, it's really embarrassing and it's um, really... Uh, but um, when I realized... I, the, there's a couple moments leading up to like, okay, you really need to work this shit out was um, I had this hatred, hatred for Jennifer Lopez. Let's sit with that for a second. For, uh, for no reason. I, I, she, you know, she became famous from um, the movie Selena, which was based on a, um, like, Tex-Mex singer that was uh, tragically killed. And her career, you know, she's fucking Jennifer Lopez. What doesn't she do? And, um, and I couldn't stand her. <laughs> but it was weird. It was a weird hatred because it wasn't born out of jealousy. It wasn't born out of her success. There was just something about her that I didn't like. And I, I really didn't, you know, I was living my life. I wasn't sitting and analyzing my dislike of her. But here's the fucked up thing, is as much as I disliked her, I loved her music. Like, that's the music I, you know, cling to. <laughs> I just, but it was like, and I, I actually liked her perfumes, um, and her style, and every, I actually really like everything about her, um, now, but back then, um, this was many years ago, I mean, I, I re God, I was at, I was scrapbooking, Talk about not living the life you're meant to be. I was scrapbooking, and I say that because it was something that I did and I didn't like doing, but I still did it because I thought I had to, because I thought that meant if I scrapbook, that equated to me being a good mother, but I'm not a crafty person, so, so all those scrapbooks were, um, actually, I love them now, labors of love, but anyway, um, I was at a scrapbooking event, and I don't know why her name came up, but I know that her name came up, and I said my react I don't remember what I said but my reaction was strong enough that a very good friend of mine looked over at me with concern like it just you know just it, it made me pause and be like you know you really need to like what's your shit with Jennifer Lopez um and that was so that was probably the first time I'm like hmm some um I know Spanish I, I speak it. I speak it fluently. Um, my family still, I'm 42, still always act surprised when I can converse with them. Um, I can speak Spanish, motherfuckers. <laughs> but I didn't teach my children Spanish, which is something I actually 
have like a lot of shame about but I just Spanish isn't my first language English is I think in English but I still I actually um, anyway I didn't teach my kids Spanish so that, so that was a, a thing um, but I was like sign number two that you know I don't really I, I, I wasn't embracing my culture or my history um, what else so what happened okay so we're in Miami um, I, you know I guess I identified being poor with being Spanish uh, I, I mean you know just to cut to the chase um, I associated I associated white privilege I, I I looked you know I, I paid attention and I noticed a vast difference in in the cultures and I was so much more attracted to you know the white culture and the Spanish culture now you know to be kind to myself I can you know, there was these formative years where you know, I associated, I thought all Spanish, well, I probably, you know, there's, you could argue, I thought all kids got hit, um, and it may, and that might be true, like, <laughs> that, way, that might just be a generational thing, like spanking, you know, God forbid we spank this freaking generation, um, but they surely, it's, it's a total, we're just raising our kids totally different, um, Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, as in, I was so I was young. I was. It was little stuff. It was little things. It was like, you know. I don't know. I, don't know, I know comedians have done a really good job of noticing the difference. Like if you, um, Eddie Murphy when he did that bit in Raw about like McDonald's versus the homemade hamburger. Like that's what it kind of felt like growing up, first generation. Like you. You wanted McDonald's, but you, you, you got homemade hamburgers. Um, and not even like the frozen patty on a grill. <laughs> I mean, basically, you know, my whole parenting style was to do the opposite of what I grew up with. Um, not that that makes any of this, you know, I mean, it, there's a lot of embarrassment I have over it now that that's how I felt. And, um, you know, anyway, the third, the third thing, you know, first there was, I noticed that I had an irrational disdain for Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> um, didn't teach my children Spanish. I literally married, you know, um, an Englishman. I mean, I didn't even marry an American. I married the whitest person you could, you know, um, imagine. And had three, two, two and a half very white children. Um, but anyway, um, the third thing was, you know, this is that my children are getting older and they've met my family here and there 
my mom visited a lot when they were very young, but not really spent, didn't spend holidays with her or anything like that. We always went to my in-laws, always, um, for holidays. And, uh, <clears throat> but I guess about two years ago, it's, um, my long lost nephew, I, this is like shit you can't make up. I was on a field trip with my, my twins and they were, I think in sixth grade that year. And, um, we're at the marsh, <laughs> the marshes, and my Facebook starts kind of blowing up with my nephew's, um, then fiance contacting me on Facebook. I had changed my name back to my maiden name. And, um, he is, he's the son of my brother that passed away, the one that was 18 years old, or I've talked to, about him in, in previous podcasts, but when he died, we lost contact with his, um, ex-wife and her child, my nephew. Um, and I do believe my mother and my brothers and everyone, you know, this is pre-internet, but even post-internet did try to try to locate him, but we just never were able to do it, but they found us, technically speaking, for the fucking record, found me. <laughs> That's just an inside family thing. Um, and lo and behold, you know, this is all happening on my kid's field trip. We're leaving the field trip, and I'm, we're, you know, plug into the car phone and uh, having a conversation with their cousin that they... I, it's even questionable if they even knew about him. I mean, they may have, but it's it's it was not something I just did not talk a lot about my background or about my culture. It was sort of like I didn't talk about anything. And sadly, like the last few years, I've like shared everything. <laughs> so my kids um, have this this unique perspective now of of you know my family of my mom's family, and they understand. I think. Um, a lot of things, and they really love my family, and they love um, their cousins and uncles, and my cousins, and um, you know, it's a batshit crazy family. But what fam? I really don't know many families that are not. So, <laughs> and there's a lot of stories within that, fam you know, in this family. But um, yeah, for a lot, for the majority of my life, I, I was a self-hating Latina. I should start a support group. I am no longer a self-hating Latina. I'm very proud. I love it. Um, I discovered an affinity for tequila last year. Could never really drink much. Um, didn't like wine. Never could consume beer. So, um, you know, <laughs> I guess I found my culture. Um, love Spanish music. Love salsa. Love merengue. Um, I don't know. It's all good. I miss I miss Miami. I miss when I go back now um, to which I never ever thought I would say ever. Um, I even miss my Cuban friends. I mean, I love my Cuban friends. Um, I felt suffocated by Cuban politics when I was young, though. <laughs> I really did because I never and everyone. I, even though we lived in Miami and it was a, of a lot of cultures, the predominant culture is Cuban. So it's even a weird, it's like, it's not only, I wasn't American, I wasn't white, I wasn't Cuban. Like, <laughs> I 
I wasn't surrounded by a bunch of Spaniards or a bunch of Hondurans or it's just it's a bunch of Cubans and um, and I think part of us growing up at least I don't know again if this is a cultural thing or a generational thing we weren't meant to speak like we don't we didn't speak openly around adults we didn't share our opinions and I just so many church functions and other things that I would just sit there and have to listen to people be crazy and just have to sit there and not make a face and not just in my head just be like this is some fucked up shit <laughs> that doesn't even make sense um so those were my my struggles my struggles my other struggle was trying really hard not to become a fan of power 96 radio station which my brother i think took care of that it was like a house music it was very popular and um that was the station that song <laughs> boom 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 let's go back to my room oh my god anyway thankfully my brother took me to see the who and my musical taste took a a different avenue um still eclectic though still shockingly the person i probably listened to the most aside from jennifer lopez and bruce springsteen um is eddie santiago that's my 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 go-to um when i have to clean so listen to a lot of music when i clean or podcasts so anyway that's this podcast um i hope i haven't offended anything like her